nobody like this You ain't seen nobody like this You hear my sound all over town singing Welcome to San Antonio Soccer Roundtable. My name is Harry. Home. Feel the power there. Oh, Cowboy fans, feel the power. We beat Jacksonville. You lost to Jacksonville. So that makes the Broncos better than the Cowboys. He's cool. <laughs> All right, that's a wrap, guys. We got to go. Wait, what? <laughs> the Cowboys, the Cowboys get the Vikings. Is this what, what an answer feels like? <laughs> yes, the Broncos. Uh, they're out of their what four wins now. One of them is over Jacksonville, and they scored twenty-one points. Respectable. That's that's a high for for the Broncos. Cowboys like gave up forty and lost. There you go, Robert. Uh, you want to tell us about your adventures uh, with with the Vikings and and how? Uh, <laughs> I don't want to say they're soft. I won't go as far as uh, uh, well, who was it that called the Cowboys soft uh, this week? But uh, I, I like uh, want to say that we're the, I guess the worst eleven and three team in the NFL history. <laughs> Apparently, no. But like I still believe it's just uh, we win. We have uh, eleven wins and one score games. The, <laughs> the three that we lost, we just got buried. <laughs> Our, uh, we're the only team. I think we. Uh, now we got it down to a plus two point differential. Yeah, plus two, three fifty one <laughs> to three forty nine. Yeah, we have eleven wins. <laughs> I'll take it all day. If you told me that hey, the, end of the season, the Lions I'll have it. a uh, plus five. The Lions at plus five at a seven and seven. So I'll take it all day. No, but it uh, it was an emotional roller coaster. But that's every Vikings game. If you ever watch it, <laughs> every single one of them, like, what are they doing? Yes, great. Oh no. <laughs> so it is what it is. Rafa, uh, who's your team? I was born a Cowboys fan. Yeah, yeah so bad disappointment. But we still we still put forty on the Vikings, so it's, it's is that a Oklahoma, <laughs> Oklahoma State or Wyoming? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which which Cowboys do you root for? Those no, are the two, that's the two I know. <laughs> the ones in yeah, the ones in, in the in the Metroplex. <laughs> and a uh, big game this week for the Cowboys. Oh, yeah, Jalen thing, but it's a big game. Yeah, Jalen Hurts chicken in out. Oh, why well, risk it? Because well, he doesn't want to get beat up by Parsons. <laughs> well, we can't say the defense is good because uh, um, yeah, you're allowed to have one bad game. One? What are you talking about? We've only lost four. We've only lost four games out of the whole year. You should have lost to the Texans. But I they still, still think, won. I still think the Texans scored on that on that on that third and third and one. Why they didn't review it baffles me, but you know, I always seem to be the only one that saw that. So, um, but I am a cowboy hater, so uh, and I'm proud of it. Matt, you got a, an NFL team? Chiefs. Um, well, yeah, nice talking to you as well. 
<laughs> they, they should have lost to the Texans too. Yeah, Chiefs freaking won. The, I think they already won the division, right? Yeah, yeah. pretty sure. Yeah, clinched the division. I, I didn't keep up this year, so I don't know what's going on. They're eleven and three and cruising. That's all you need to know. Because well, the, Bengal, the Bengals own, owns them. That's their daddy. The, the the mighty AFC West. You got an eight and six Chargers, which I didn't think is very good because I'm not a, a big. Uh, I don't like the quarterback as much as everybody else. The Raiders, uh, six and eight, thanks to um, the Patriots, and I'm not. I'm a Bronco fan. Oh my! God. I hated the Tuck rule, but how they beat the the Patriots was awesome. You know, I think we can all agree to that. I'm, you know, outside of Edson, I'm not sure anybody really likes uh, the Patriots. And then my Broncos, who they won without Russell Wilson. What does that say? Well, they gave up all those draft picks for nothing. <laughs> yeah. What about the NFC South though? First place, like six and eight. Yeah, six and eight. Tampa. That's more, That's Tampa, and everybody's in third place. Five and nine, Carolina. Five and nine, New Orleans. Five and nine, Atlanta Falcons. You think Carolina would have done their fire sale if they'd have known they were going to be one game out? Sheesh. And I think Tampa did beat the Cowboys. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, they, yeah. yeah, they did. And they're most likely going to uh, play uh, uh, play Tampa again as, as the fifth seed, right? They'll most likely play Tampa in Tampa. Yeah, Tom Tampa Brady. will get, get the that's, best that's, card. That was before the divorce, not after the divorce. It. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, he's gone downhill. So, speaking of that football and moving on to the World Cup here, um, what a game. Yes. Uh, Messi, Mbappe. Just, you know, outside of it being on Fox, I don't know if you could ask for a more perfect World Cup final. Um, Rafa, your thoughts on the final? And and uh, I know you go into a lot more expertise than me other than bitching about Lawless and, and Fox. So, uh, yeah, that's why you watch it on Telemundo. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, Fox. Yeah, they needed to send it back to ESPN and finally get rid of Lala's. I'm already tired of his crap. Uh, as far as the final, as far as the final, you know, it was probably one of the best finals I've seen. Very, you know, very dramatic, um, back and forth. You know, it was the final you were expecting to have. So, and and the star players rose to the occasion. It just sucks that one of them, you know. You know, had to lose. You know, PKs is kind of like the worst way to lose. You know, you want, yeah. if you're going to lose, lose on the field. I don't, I'm not, not on penalty kicks, but you know, you got to give props to both Mbappe and Messi. You know, they brought their A game in. But you know, it looked it looked like, like I said, Argentina looked like kind of the Indianapolis clothes. So they got choked. They basically choked and no, the twice. And then the yeah, and then too. As so, you know, it, I thought France was going to pull it off. You know, and, and I think what happened in the beginning, I think the shops really kind of got it. I think the game plan wrong. They let Argentina kind of dictate the, the game too early, you know, early on. They should have kind of taken that away. And I think maybe that would have been a different result because he was real desperate when he made those two subs right before the half. Do you think there's anything to the illness idea? Because, uh, you know, heard, you know, they're kind of like the first 75 minutes was just they were like lackluster. Like they weren't there. Yeah, I'm thinking that the whatever was going around the, I think the flu was going oh, yeah. around, and I, and it, you can tell some of those players like Giroud just were not, like even like Veron when he got subbed in the second half, 
he he was one of the players that got sick and he he was all gassed out. So I think I think that did take a toll on them. Um, you know who who, who knows? Like I said, look at. We got one thing about France. You got to give props to them. They're missing a lot of, of their best players. Oh God, yeah. There's about three of them. There was about four, three or four of them. I mean, yeah. they're missing Pogba, Mbappe, uh, uh, Conte, Conte uh, Benzema. Uh, Benzema. I think if those guys are in that game, mm-hmm. France France would have won the World Cup. I, I, don't, I don't think Argentina would have had an answer for those guys. But going into like the 2026, probably France is going to be the favorite. It pretty much has the team intact, and if you saw some of the younger players like Shonami and Kamavinga, then you know those are the ones that are gonna. And then also with Mbappe, I think those are your kind of your the the group that's gonna take it to the next for the next one. And they're gonna be to me, I think for twenty twenty six, them and and Brazil are gonna probably gonna be the two favorites. As far as Argentina, you know, I think that this was their last window to win it. You know, they took advantage of it because I I just don't see them. You know they'll be they got maybe talent. they got talent, but they're not gonna have that leadership, and that's the big thing. I think Messi, if you look at some of the World Cups, he just he didn't take that same leadership like Maradona did. Maradona had an edge, kind of he had like a little mean streak, and I think he finally realized he had to have that if he was gonna take that next step and win it. Because I know that was a chip on his shoulder, the comparison. Because if you look at Maradona, he had a mean streak. But the thing is that mean streak, the leadership, he brought the best out of his players, and that's what he had to do on on on, on this World Cup in order for him to win it. Matt, your thoughts? Uh, you're sitting there awful quiet, and you know, with, with all your uh, flags in the background. Yeah, I'm, I'm just chilling. I, I mean, he said it perfectly. I'm, who could have asked for a better a better ending to the World Cup? That was, it was a great game, by far the uh, great game. I mean, uh, besides uh, all of our views towards this World Cup, it kind of puts you back in perspective. Hey, it's a World Cup, guys. Like, this is this is the, the greatest stage. The elite of the elite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I love. I I I, I got to say, that it did keep me on my toes. You know, it was old, but I I wasn't expecting this to come out. I was uh, kind of praying on France, but. It is what it is. Robert, your thoughts? The the my initial reaction to the game was like as someone without a rooting interest, like kind of touched on it, but the first like 60, 75 minutes was just it was utter domination. I was like, this is kind of not it was kind of boring to be honest. Like I was like, Argentina's just literally dominating France. They mm-hmm. had what zero shots on goal. And what made it interesting as soon as they got that PK and then they got some life, that game just flipped on its head it, it became emotionally charged and and it was cool and then the star showed up that was the neatest thing like a lot of times there's a lot of hype for these players but they actually showed out and showed up so that's that's actually uh a credit to them it, it made it a super exciting final um like i said some some of the reactions too i i kind of at the end like uh watching like andres contour react and just cry oh, like wow. you could i mean just some things like you can just realize how much it means to people it's just there's some there's just play after play. And the more you think about it, you're like, Oh, you remember this? And then all of a sudden you jump to this and it just, cause there's like the Martinez save at the end. God, that literally <laughs> was the difference in the world cup more than any other play in that game. His save to come up that big. God, that was, that was, uh, it was crazy. It, it was, 
uh, worth all everything. It was one of the best I've seen too, as far as emotions without a rooting interest. Just for the love of the game and the passion, it was amazing. It was amazing. So I asked this question to uh, hardcore football uh, uh, Phil and, and uh, Mika. You know, also does the Sirius Loco. Hey, you know, how will this game or how how will this World Cup stack in like five, ten years? Because on the pitch, it's probably what, top five all time. Off the pitch probably bottom five of all time um, through there here. Uh, to me, Messi winning it, I think I think that adds just adds another layer to it. Just, you know, to see him when he's, what, 35? Yeah. You know, 34, 35. So most likely his last World Cup. I think he's already announced it's his last World Cup. Um, just, you know, kind of historically speaking, Rafa, how do you see this World Cup kind of kind of being viewed in, in – is it is it plausible that you can separate the off-field stuff, you know, just with the migrant workers, with Grant Wall, with the other photographer, you know, passing away with the human rights issues versus, you know, to me, the action on the pitch. I don't know if you could find a better tournament. You know, I thought it was better than Russia. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens, uh, you know, at the next World Cup when it expands it out even more. Um, but your, your thoughts historically were, you know, we'll start with Rafa and then go to you, Matt, and then end up with Robert. Historically, how, how do we view this World World Cup? I think you view this one, as far as the game's top five, you know, as far as World Cups, to me, the, to me, the number one World Cup is the 86 World Cup. That's that's probably my number one World Cup. Uh, but this one's probably more, this is top five with the games, especially, especially some of the teams that, you know, surprise like Morocco. Morocco. Who who saw Morocco going to the semifinal and and just shows also the progress of African soccer mm-hmm. that they're 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 going to be in contention sooner or later. I think that was always the case. Well, when an African team ever win the World Cup, well, they have the talent to do that. You know, some thought maybe Senegal or Ghana or because um, I'm trying to think of Cameroon because those are, have been your perennial powers. But I think Morocco's really found something. And now that they're sending more players to Europe, it's really – I think that's a big thing. More players from Africa are going to Europe. And yeah, that's yeah. helping them make those teams a lot stronger, especially when they play the African Nations Cup. You know, and a lot of the players also getting experience playing like a Champions League or Europa League. It's just it's just helping them spread the game too. Plus, I think also they're investing in it more, and you know, also to see other countries like I say, like Australia to get in, um, you know, also like you know Japan and, and South mm-hmm. Korea. Japan is you know, very solid. Yeah, Japan very disciplined team. Same thing with uh, South Korea, disciplined. So you, you can see that from the last World Cup, this uh, the game has elevated as far as the talent. Yeah. It's really elevated from that because the last one you, you didn't really see it. This one is all the games were very competitive, except for a few of them. They had some, there were some blowouts, but it was most of the majority of them were very competitive, minus minus the Qatar team. Yeah, they get there by default. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it, it, and then you also seen, um, you know, some of the rise of some of the teams that didn't make it, like like you know uh, the Netherlands who didn't make the last World Cup. They made a statement, even though they lost, you know, they came back, lost the PKs to Argentina. They made a statement that. And that was a be, game, too. Yeah. yeah. 
and they made a statement, and they're gonna. I think they're gonna be one of the favorites going in. They have a young team, good mixture with some veterans, and I think that's a team to look out for. Uh, but then you saw some teams that were great that just kind of fell apart. Germany, because you know, Germany, uh, Belgium, you know, you know that's that's that's. But like I said, there's always you know always an opportunity to restart a new golden generation. So. It's going to be interesting going into 2026 who are going to be the favorites. I mean, even like with the U.S., the U.S., you know, has the talent. Are they going to be able to make that jump to mm-hmm. not as really the quarterfinals, but to that semifinal? Because they have the talent to go to there. But do they have, I think, going back, do they have the coaching? And that's, that's something they're going to have Royce. to That's a show with Royce. We won't get into USA and Mexico too much tonight. Oh, Mexico. Mexico is a clusterfuck right now. <laughs> But right, but they're, but they're gonna. But honestly, I think they are looking at themselves in the mirror. They're gonna fix some things, and hopefully, they do get the right person. And then the in the league IMX, as far as the owners, they start to realize, hey, we need to fix this problem now because it's three, three, in three years. We're we're back at it, and two, and I think the first test is gonna be that Copa America twenty twenty four, which we'll you know I know we'll discuss later on, but. Like I said, there's a lot, a lot of things. A lot of these teams need to look for. Plus, now it's going to be 48 teams, yeah. and then and you're going to be in groups of three. So if you have one uh, bad game, that be groups oh, of be, four. Okay. Um, reports that came out today: groups of four. Okay. Um, top two, and then the um, eight third place winners. I think gets you to that 32, okay. uh, 32 teams. Wow. Uh, for that here, that's that's the path. Just. I think everybody saw how that final day on the match days and all the drama that came through. Mm-hmm. If you have groups of three, you don't get that. And yeah. TV, you got to have that that fourth match. That second game, where, yeah. Where, where, so where that's that, good. That's good to hear because yeah, because if it was the groups of three, you know, if you have one bad game, you're basically you're basically out. So mm-hmm. so now with well, the groups well, of four, the top two got through. Yeah. So the, to me, a three man group for a World Cup isn't isn't ideally. Uh, Matt, your thoughts on, on the World Cup historically? Uh, sorry to catch you mid-drink there. Nah, it's good. Hey, I, it's been a while. Uh, I mean, to me, like Ralph said, top five on the pitch, off the pitch. I mean, all the rumors that you heard and everything on, not the greatest. But exactly how it's been said. A lot of great teams showed up. A lot of a uh, lot of mind mind blown, like like mind blown games that that happened, and it it still kept you on your toes no matter which way or who you saw playing. It, it still kept you on your toes. So I I enjoyed it towards the end. I know a lot of us didn't go into it, but I I enjoyed it this year. It it was all right. Robert, your thoughts. I would say, like historically, I mean, on the pitch, it was it was fun. Like it was the coolest thing is waking up every day and be able to watch the Air Force soccer game. I mean, <laughs> it, it's it, it was amazing. Like it was great. Oh I'd wait, you know, I found myself waking so from up from USL the World Cup to I, holidays. I, I was waking I up. To worry about just, the next one. <laughs> like, like literally, there's times I was waking up just like oh. I got to rush him. Oh shoot. There's a game on. I try to watch it and then fall asleep. Like, <laughs> like halfway through, I couldn't get through it. But like, no, nah, I mean, on the field was great off the field. I mean, you guys have all touched on it. There was a lot of issues. I, I'm just curious to see for future bids, uh, you know, I know money talks, you know, that's the reality of the world, but like, 
does it put a stain on it ending up in that same general region going forward? It'd be interesting to see. I mean, <laughs> we all know kind of the million dollar handshakes kind of. <laughs> I think I think the first test, the first test on that is going to be that that new uh, club club championship, the FIFA club uh, tournament in twenty twenty five, and that's going to be in Morocco. Ooh, that's going to test to see if they're going to. Oh, isn't that this year? No, it's. I think it's next in twenty twenty five. I think or twenty twenty four. One. Well, it's, I know it's, it's it's actually replacing the, the Confederations Cup. So, I think I think there, it's twenty twenty five because well, I think twenty twenty two Club World Cup February first to eleventh is in Morocco. Yeah, but the it's big one, the, oh, they're going to be there's going to be the thirty. Oh, okay. Yeah, the thirty two team one. You know that's going to you know they're having it in Morocco, so that's going to save if the twenty after twenty twenty six. You know twenty the twenty thirty one will be. In Africa, I, I thought they maybe it'd be need to be like in Australia. I think that'd be a good since they're having the women's one down there, and makes sense to have one there. In the, you know in that neck of the woods. But as far as the Middle East team, I, I just don't see no anywhere else. I, I think people were not happy about having a a World Cup during the ho- <laughs> near the holidays. Yeah, so, it didn't really that didn't really affect it. But it affected the players. It, it brings up to this here, where Darius, you know, interest, interesting aspect is this World Cup players should be a little bit more fresh due to only having a few months of club season rather than a full season done prior to the summer World, World Cups here. Um, and you're seeing that kind of with you know the pause in, in the major leagues uh, uh, or the major European leagues of soccer. Um, how do how do you kind of see that playing out as far as you know, we'll kind of do our club soccer first because there is, you know, one subject that would that happen during the World Cup. You know, you know, former uh, Real Madrid player uh, Cristiano Ronaldo uh, going uh, going for the money over to the Middle East as well. But your thoughts on how how the players playing middle of the season? Number one affected the World Cup. Number two, is that really going to impact the season going forward for these clubs? I think it did. A lot of some of the star players, like look, look at uh, Sane from from uh, uh, was it Senegal. He didn't get to yeah, play. Senegal. Yeah, yeah. He, he probably would have been a key factor going into with that team. Um, same thing with Benzema. Uh, but you're you're seeing already the like EPL starts the 26th on Boxing Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, La Liga starts on the 30th. I saw Real Madrid is going to play uh, Valladolid, so they're doing a quick turnaround. You know. I saw pictures of like some of the Real Madrid players that were part of the World Cup, like uh, Valverde, Hazard. They're already back back in Madrid, already training for, for these games. And you know, is not is that a good turnaround for those players? Probably not, because you know it's it's yeah. they don't really get that Christmas break to kind of rest and so forth. Yeah. I think FIFA really needs to kind of look. I know money talks on anything, but I think if you want quality soccer, you need to give these some of these players a good amount of space of time to get. To yeah, get your money to work. And avoid injuries like that. Yeah. It seems like there's a lot of big stars that kind of came up lame right before the cup or made decisions like, you know, mm-hmm. let's not do it because of, you know, protecting their, their future. So that's going to include the World Cup on the men's side. I think the Women's World Cup is this summer, it's right? Summer. Yeah. Yeah, summer. Um, down in Australia and I think New Zealand, right? I think it's sports, yeah, down, at, down uh, under. There a couple of matches so- in New Zealand. Those two a.m. two three a.m. games. <laughs> oh, they go to us in Korea, Japan is the worst. <laughs> That's the worst. So DVR will be our friend. Uh, 
Watch parties will be kind of uh, hard to do, huh? Start them at 2 a.m. Let's go. Can't <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah, 2 a.m. We used to do in the, what was it, the, when, when uh, Mexico played U.S., we had a, a party start at 2 a.m. We bought a keg and everything. <laughs> well, speaking of news out of San Antonio, this was dropped today. The star. Fox. That's great. I'm wondering if the is going around. They had another picture and it was black. Yeah, that was no. the other one that threw me off a little bit. That's the official one, I think, because it's on the gear. Yeah. They do have the other one. Uh, here, I can go to it. Am I going to be able to take my jersey to the soccer factory and get the... <laughs> for $45. $45. <laughs> <laughs> They'll do anything for 45 bucks. Hey, yeah, I, actually, I actually asked, I asked, I asked them about... Matt, it's almost, almost anything, buddy. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, a night under four two ten two a.m. Watch parties in a random warehouse. Hey, I'd be down. Yeah, let's do it <laughs> until until the police uh, pull up somewhere. Uh, but uh, so speaking of San Antonio FC, uh, since the last time we've talked, uh, there has been some player movements, uh, positive and negative. Uh, signing back. Uh, originally, on our last show, we had Abu, Tainer, PC, Maloney, Dillon. Since then, David Larrera, uh, Nacho, Ignacio Baloney, uh, Shannon Gomez, Fabian Garcia, Carter Maloney. And to me, Jordan Farr, multi-year contract going out. Beckford, he went back to Colorado Springs. Sam and Dinner, which was on loan to Seattle, um, he was traded to St. Louis City. So I think that pretty much sticks a nail uh, on any dreams of him coming back. Um, and, uh, you know, the MLS schedule the came out uh, today, and, and St. Louis City will be playing Austin the first first match of there. So go St. Louis. Yeah. I wouldn't mind, <laughs> wouldn't mind saying that. Um, to me, there's a couple of surprises that I'm back. Number one has to be Jordan Farr, right? Without a doubt. I'm not surprised. I'm excited. I'm not shocked. How are you not surprised? Oh, my God. Jordan Farr, not only on the field but off the field, he's made an impact. Like he, he's an asset not just to the team uh, on the field, you know what he, but the, to the community. Right. Like what? for him not to do, for for them not to would be foolish. Like it's foolish. not about it's not about San Antonio signing him. It's about him not getting the opportunities oh. in a larger league. Larger I'm surprised St. Louis didn't try to sign him if he's they're an expansion team. You would think any, you would, or any of them. Yeah, you know. You know, not that I want him to go to Austin, but Austin's backup goalkeeper went to Houston. So there's, to me, and like I said here, I think San Antonio is smart but for signing him to a multi-year deal um, to where hopefully he can have another great season and get that opportunity if, if he wants. And that's the key question because he just, you know, he, you know he, he's got a young family um, along those lines here to where maybe the security that San Antonio FC has provided to him and, you know, as you mentioned, you know, he's loved here, I think, on he's par he's with beloved. Rafa Castillo. He's beloved, um, yeah, absolutely. You know, as far as he's at that level already uh, in the soccer community, you know, Rafa, Far, and, you know, there, there's probably one or two others you know, out there. 
PC, um, you know, would be right up at the top there as well. So I understand why he's staying. I'm just, for me, I was shocked that this early, they've already announced that he signed uh, for that here. And he, and he, he didn't get more of an opportunity or if he decided, Hey, I'd rather take the minutes here at San Antonio. I'm comfortable. Um, I think he had just a, a daughter here recently, right? Uh, mm-hmm. um, uh, a child here recently. So uh, if mom is happy <laughs> in San Antonio, as, as, as we talked about early uh, money talks and everything, if San Antonio FC stepped up and gave him a, a good offer, I'm, I'm happy he's back and, through oh, absolutely, absolutely. And, and that's my surprise it wasn't like for what you just said yeah that he didn't get a shot maybe on a, on the next level but for us not to make a pitch or for us not to secure him that's where i wouldn't be shocked i mean like i said i can't tell you how many times when he's warming up little kids are running up on the top level just yelling his name and he's waving dude they, he he's doing things to actually grow our fan base for the future because the kids are the key mm-hmm. And and to me that that's immeasurable. Like you, how do you put a monetary value? I mean, he's an amazing player. Don't get me wrong, but he does more than he's a great. Realize, yeah, but he, before more than you realize. Like, like yeah. Matt Rafa, your thoughts? Go ahead, Matt. Hey, I mean, me and Rafa predicted it. I, I just we just put it out there and we got it. That's how I see it. I mean, dang, we we. I don't know, most man. of the team. There, there is some couple, <laughs> couple, of, uh, couple of little things where I'm like, I'm dreaming, but can it really happen. But we got majority of what we said, so I'm I'm happy. I'm not gonna Christmas, lie, I'm very happy. Christmas came early this year. <laughs> it's getting a little bright in here with you guys. All the shine. You know. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I'm, I'm I'm happy that he's back. I mean, he's just he's proven leadership. You know, with, with PC and Maloney, Tainer, I mean, now we like got said, the core. We got the core. So we're, the we're core we're, up the middle is, you know, great. Well, even even with Shannon Gomez too on, uh, you know, all the wings, yeah, with Shannon and Maloney. Yeah. So so we just need to add, like I said, add a couple uh, complementary pieces. Like so, hopefully we do get Santi back. You know, we'll see. I mean, he's been posting a lot of SAFC stuff, so that's a good sign. Um. Uh, and then also, who who else can fit our system that is going to complement? And that way, when we do sub them, sub them in, we don't lose that level of, of play. And like especially like this past year, look at all the injuries we have. We should have not won the championship with all those injuries, and we just it proved everything. Like I said, everything clicked, and it was just the next man up, and we, they took good care of business. So I, hopefully, like I said, there's a couple of guys out there that hopefully they do come back. Hopefully Kamiri comes back. I think it's part of that that, that four yeah. horsemen four horsemen defense, and and also add some depth there. That's the one thing is we got a key is add 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 quality depth to the team, and that's what helped us win this championship this year. So yeah, still unknown is uh, Santiago Patino, Elliot Collier, uh, Saeed Abdul Salam, uh, Kamiri, Jordi Delim, uh, Diop. And uh, Grant uh, McCullough, uh, we might need to reach out to our, our old friend uh, Cody, Cody uh, Lorendi to see, hey, uh, you know, is San Antonio picking up the calls? Um, and I know he isn't anywhere on SAFC's radar, but technically Leo Torres what last was property of, of them loaned out to Real uh, Monarchs. Um, so that'll, that'll it'll be interesting to see where he turns up. I know he wasn't on last year's team. 
Um, but technically, by the letter of the law, he was on San Antonio FC's books because he was loaned out. Uh-huh. Well, let me let me ask you this question: Do you think Leo Torres fits the system with this team? At this point, I don't think he's got talent. If he if he wasn't playing regular for Real uh, Monarchs, because there are some other players I talked to. Like I said, I did talk to somebody. Hopefully, we'll have him on the show. The reason why he decided not to stay and go on to a collegiate level, it was was the system of play, and you know the change from Powell to to Marcina, mm-hmm. and and I'm wondering if that's the that reason matters. why. We yeah, and that matters too. And so I'm wondering, does he fit on this system of play? And if he doesn't, you know, does SAFC need to go ahead and sell him so that way he can go blossom somewhere else? Well, he's middle? probably a free at this point because I think they were trying to sell him to, to Real Salt Lake the Marks. Marks there. And like I, I follow as best as I could, I tried following him through there. He was getting some minutes, but not a lot of minutes. Um, so to me, I wonder if maybe he needs to, you know, change teams, find a different system or, you know, with, you know, I hate to say it, you know, he's, up, but he's 18. So it's not like he's, you know, old or anything. Um, it'll be interesting to see what his next, you know, ne- next move is. And, and, you know, this, this would be a question that, that, that I'd like to ask you on a different show. I don't want to go into it too much tonight, but, um, you look at Ethan Bryant. And Leo kind of were in that same same time frame. Ethan went overseas, um, learned learned a lot, came back, didn't really stick with San Antonio. Went to Richmond, or yeah, Richmond Spiders was what League One's uh, young young player of the year, I believe. Kickers, that group, yeah, right here. And then he uh, signed. I want to say with uh, Sporty Kansas Sporty, City. Kansas City. Uh, and their system. So to me, it's just the different paths. And, and I think you guys have handed this going over to Europe. Even if it doesn't work out, the, the education, the seasoning, the, the experience you get compared to going to MLS where MLS turns and burns. You either got it or you don't. It's, it's in my opinion. And it'll be, you know, like I said, I think it would be a good discussion to have, you know, as we get, you know, in, in the off season a little bit further of for a young player, you know, w- which is the best path to go. Um, also, uh, Hendrick, uh, uh, Shakshaw, Jude, ba- uh, Bossart, or yeah, Jude, ba- no, not Jude, uh, Roman Holt. And who was the other one that went, uh, D1 offers? Was it Jude? Yeah, yeah, Roman's going to San Diego State. I don't know who he's going there. Uh, yeah, Jude, Roman, and Hendricks. So Jude Bossard's going to Northwestern. Roman Hort's going to San Diego State. And Hendrick is going to the University of Maryland. Um, all top-notch D1 programs. Rafa, your thoughts? I know. You kind of deal a, a lot more in the uh, college game and, and the recruiting along those lines for that here. Uh, having three uh, players from SAFC Pro Academy go to D1 schools, successful, not, you know, how, how, do, you, how do you rate that? A lot of has to do, you know, maybe they probably felt that they weren't able to probably be able to kind of crack into the top, to the first team. So this is a good path for them to get the playing time, develop more, 
you know, in college, they're going to get the playing time. And I know, I know talking to some, you know, some other ones that are playing D1, it's, it's still at a high level of play. It's like, you know, at kind of like USL level. Uh, it's, it is still physical. And, and so it's going to prepare them. So hopefully, like I say, once they graduate and they, if they do success, successful, whether like in Maryland, San Diego State or Northwestern, that they end up getting picked up somewhere. Or maybe they do come back. And like I said, they develop, maybe they do come back after graduation or they leave early. But it's just a op- great opportunity for them. Plus, they're, some, they're going to some schools are academically well, too. So they're going to get good education. As well. And the only one that didn't sign is Kyle Lavery, and I'm wondering because he was only 16. Yeah, he's not ready. He was a junior, uh, you know, you know, depending on when his birthday was. Some like, of them need to develop physically too. Like it's not just right. so much, uh, they seem to get bigger. Like you saw them <laughs> at times when you're watching them against the the men, you could tell that they were. When you watch the feeder kickers against us, like those, some of those were kids, little kids. <laughs> you could tell the difference. Well, speaking of when you're speaking about that development, like the player, I, I, one of the parents, that, uh, father, I talked to about a player that's playing that used to play with SAFC. He said that he gained about 25 pounds of muscle, yep. you know, in the college because he knew it was a very physical game. And and so they're going to get all that. You know, a lot of these programs have top notch facilities. So mm-hmm. it's it, you, you probably see them a lot. Maybe it's a little more bulkier, faster. But more, you know, so physical. Mature, though, like someone's yeah, so mature, they, they can hit gross spurts, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So next topic, the uh, USL uh, came out with their um, format, uh, conference alignment, uh, twelve on twelve uh, for it here. So in the West, Colorado Springs, El Paso, Vegas, Monterey Bay, New Mexico United, Oakland Roots, Orange County, Phoenix, RGV, SAC. San Antonio, San Diego, out east, uh, Birmingham, Charleston, Detroit City, uh, Hartford Athletic, Indy, uh, Loudoun United, Louisville, uh, Memphis, B, Miami FC, Pittsburgh FC, Rowdies, and FC Tulsa. So, interesting on this here. Um, 12 teams are going to play uh, home and away in your own conference. And then you're going to play one team from each of the uh, from the east. It'll be broke up six uh, home, six away. Um, I gave you guys some homework. Uh, Royce, I uh, couldn't be on the show tonight. Uh, he gave me his away trip uh, that he wants, and top eight from the conference makes it. So if you're in the bottom four, uh, we'll just say you know you're, you're not going to be a happy fan base. Uh, but Royce, uh, I asked, you know, for six away, if for the six away, uh, who would who would you want to go to? Uh, Royce mentioned Miami, Tampa, Charleston, Pittsburgh, Detroit, and Lou City. Mine, um, I went Birmingham, uh, or probably mine. I went Detroit, Pittsburgh, and I would love to see those back to back. Lou City, uh, Tulsa, Charleston, and Loudoun United because we played. Uh, we played Loudoun United here. We played uh, uh, Charleston here, um, and we played Detroit City here. Although I want, I want to go to Detroit City to, to experience that that fan environment. Uh, Robert, you got yours. Uh, your set. Your Yeah, definitely. My my away were like uh, Lou City, Detroit, Miami, uh, Birmingham, and uh, I had Tulsa as well in Pittsburgh. Those are the ones that kind of stuck out to me. Um, Lou City, 
for the atmosphere. I mean, when they There's came here, the or, or I've been to the old one when I went there one time on a trip. But I want to yeah. see the new one. I want to see the yeah, new I one. Family and, Stadium. Yep. And, and to be fair, I mean, the fans that came, they were pretty, you know, inviting, welcoming. So to me, it leads me to want to go out there and kind of check it out. And like Detroit, like you said, the atmosphere. And one thing that Matt and I age well is like the one thing I want to do, and it's not going to happen. You know, you know that's it's not possible to shut them up. But if there's a chance to go there and beat them in their own stadium, just to tell them, dude, finally, chill out, be quiet. It's cool. <laughs> I would love to do that and, and, and to enjoy it. It'd be fun, you know. In Miami, Royce hinted at it on his list too. The beach would be cool. It's just going to Miami. I kind of threw that one in there as the last one, but the fan experience doesn't seem like it'd be a, they have like 800 to a thousand people that kind of, there's maybe like one or two jerseys sprinkled in the, are those people casual or do they care? Who knows? But, you know, in Birmingham, just to go check it out, uh, give Kayla a hard time <laughs> or we're out there, maybe meet up with them and say hi, you know, and Tulsa. Um, I just thought the proximity, it's so close, you know, there's a chance that it'd be an easy road trip, but those are the ones that uh, stuck out to me. Matt, yours? Mm. So, Matt, I said, didn't do his homework. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm doing all the fly uh, right now. Uh, uh, wait, wait, we can retest. We can retest. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I did mine a little bit. So, I was thinking <laughs> would be Detroit. Alan, That's my homework. <laughs> The internet ate his homework. Right? <laughs> Home, I want to see. Oh, I forgot Louisville too. Home, I really want to see uh, Tulsa, Tampa Bay, the Riverhounds, and Indy. Those are the ones I really want to see. Home. Hey, Darius said you need some extra credit, man. <laughs> no, I'm wearing the jersey just for freaking up the chalkboard. <laughs> Actually, I have one. Yeah, I, I was like, I want to see Hartford at home though, because I want to see Tabor yeah. Stadium. And you know, we've, never, we've never played him before, so I want to see him in person. Matt, we've got to have you do, uh, you know, uh, rest in peace, John Clayton. But we we need to have you do that John Clayton bit where he does his little show and then you know he gets off and the heavy music comes on. I'm done, Mom. <laughs> what the heck? You gotta have that slayer on. Yeah, that slayer <laughs> lets his hair down. I want to see some of the teams that are retooling, like Charleston at home, because they're retooling and they're revamping, bringing in new players. And I want them to bring them into our house and see what they're about. And there's a couple Charleston teams at home too. Last year. But, but yeah. they, they were a, a piss poor Charleston. Now they're actually signing players. They're taking it serious. Hartford. Dude, I want piss poor teams here. <laughs> I, the only two, I, there's a few at home because I don't want to play on there. Their jersey looked piss poor. <laughs> that, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it did. It did. Fair enough. Touche. I want to see uh, Indy and Memphis at our house because I don't want to play on their fields. Yeah. <laughs> like to avoid injury. Well, we and, like, in Indy, watch, like, it's hard to watch those games where the ball doesn't roll. And it's like hopping, <laughs> like New Mexico. Anyways, yeah, the, that, that wasn't the homework. That was extra credit. That wasn't the homework. <laughs> Rafa, yours? Uh, I kind of like for away, kind of like I'm kind of a little traditional. Like you came our place, we go to your place. Like, 
like at Detroit, at Louisville, Memf- at Memphis. Hopefully they get a better stadium. We don't play no baseball fields anymore. <laughs> Tulsa, uh, Loudoun. And it'd be cool to go up there like in the Maryland area. And also uh, Charleston. I heard Charleston's a real nice place to visit, mm-hmm. especially in the summer if you're into the humidity. So so home, home like so I'm hoping for Miami, Tampa. That'd be a good – I think more like I think we're going to see Tampa come down here. Uh, same thing with Indy. Hartford, like I said, you can see Tab Ramos and um, Pittsburgh. And it was fun seeing them, you know, them you play the first time. It's fun to see Tab Ramos, right? With the, uh, that too. <laughs> but, but this time we get to beat them, so yeah, <laughs> we get yeah. to whip on them. You probably then, uh, there was nobody at the Dynamo games. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't lying. Hey. In, Birmingham, in Birmingham. So that way we don't have the fans throwing stuff at our players. Soccer balls. All right. So we covered through there, covered the news. I think we covered pretty much everything, right? 45 minutes. Uh, final thoughts. It's going to be the last show of the year. Christmas is coming up, what, five days on Sunday, right? Sunday. Yeah, on Sunday. Uh, I have Monday off, so that's why I'm like, what day is it? Um, Sunday, and then, of course, next next week, I doubt we have a show. If we do, it might be a high school show with Rafa and me because the high school season does kick off on the 30th um, for that here. But uh, for San Antonio FC – we're probably not going to do a whole lot um, until next year um, and a little bit behind the scenes look. Um, we're going to kind of break up the shows a little bit to where there's a little bit more um, break on, on what they are. Uh, we're going to have section 114 sports, uh, which is going to be. Um, <laughs> <laughs> No, sir. gonna, you know, because there are other sports in San Antonio, um, you know, where we might talk other leagues and stuff because we want to try to get our shows back down into under an hour as opposed to hour and a half plus uh, for it. So we'll have a San Antonio specific show. The section 114 will be other other sports, whether it's NFL uh, what XFL is coming to San Antonio, right? Uh, yeah. The yeah. arena, uh, you know, through that here. Yeah. Um, Royce is going to be kind of leading the more of the moves on the San Antonio FC fan cast and FC stands for fan cast here uh, for that. I know he's working on along those lines here. So in the feeds, it's going to still going to be on the San Antonio soccer Roundtable feed, but there's going to be clear um, identifiers you know, this will be the San Antonio FC or something very similar to this will be section 114, uh, you know, will be, you know, probably in the blue because I think that's completely separate of all the colors. The high school coverage, uh, you know, just going back to what uh, Scott and I generated, uh, this show here is still going to be under the traditional SA soccer roundtable. Um, although I think Rafa mentioned when we go live, he's going to have uh, a little bit more um and branding uh, for the live shows, if, if you want to go into that, Rafa, of, of what yeah. that's going to be. Yeah, the live stream games, we're going to live stream some high school games, so that's going to fall under, uh, we're going to, we're calling it, we're putting on the hashtag 210 soccer, high school soccer live, so we're looking for games of the week, so any of you guys out there, coaches, players, you have your schedules out, let us, yeah, send us messages so we can pick who, you know, our games of the week, hopefully we can do 
maybe two games out of the week or, or the main ones. And uh, we're just looking forward to, like I said, we'll probably be like maybe me and Rob or me and Matt or me, me and Harry doing commentary or even Coach Cannell from the 50-50 podcast too. Like I said, we're going to do as much coverage as we can for that. And um, also the power rankings, those will be coming out soon. I'm already, I already did the state level. So already I did the state level for boys and girls. So I'll be doing the local 210 one. Uh, I have an idea who who's number one, who's number two, and, and so forth. But <laughs> that should be fun. And then we also want to have coaches come on the show. Like I said, we like to feature your programs, you know, just discuss, you know, what's what's new with your team, uh, what's what what um you know you know some of the tournaments that we're gonna have in the area. We have some big tournaments in that first week, like Smithson Valley's they have a big girls tournament with there's some quality teams. I already seen that. Uh, I saw one in the second week for the girls at Northeast ISD, the the defending 6A champs, which has four uh, U.S. national team players <laughs> on that squad. They're going to be here. Uh, they're actually going to play against, I think, Johnson, Reagan, and Brandeis. So those should be some 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 great games. And hopefully we'll get to live stream one of those games. And and then other ones, like I said, with the boys' side, too, we'll get hopefully we'll get those. Like, like we did Ian's Cup last year for a good cause there. Um, and some other ones, other programs. So we want to share the love with everybody here. And we got some new programs, like me and Harry went last year to Hondo. That was great. Mm-hmm. I know there's a new team in Pearsall. Hopefully, Pearsall. maybe get a chance out there. So, so yeah, hit us up. Like I said, we love to feature your teams and talk about high school soccer to give the proper coverage for you guys for the, for 2023. And like I said, we may me and Ralph will have to discuss uh, if we want to do a show next week, depending on schedules and. You know, I know he goes home uh, for Christmas uh, and along those lines here. So, um, but for San Antonio, like I said here, uh, the FC, F- SAFC coverage is going to be a, a l- little bit more clearly defined show, uh, you know, tied to just San Antonio FC. Um, so that should make it, you know, shorter and, you know, to where we can be out in a half hour, hour um, time frame as opposed to hour and a half shows here. Um, we're at 50 minutes, so that gives us 10 minutes to do uh, final thoughts. We'll start with you, Matt. Uh, hopefully the hamster's working for your final thoughts here. <laughs> hey, 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 the hamster Speak slowly. Speak it's, slowly. It's still going. It's still going, man. Hey, it was the energy drink that I had. It was the energy drink. <laughs> and, and it failed. I'm just glad me. we finally got our star, man. That's 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 what makes me happy, man. We, we got our star before the. I ruined my homework. Thanks a lot, pal. <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we got our star before Christmas, though. That, I'm thankful for that, man. <laughs> Robert. The biggest thing is, uh, you know, Christmas coming around, love your family, enjoy everything. Um, be thankful for what you have because you just never know. Nothing, Nothing's guaranteed. The situation with the wall, I mean, wall. you just never know. You yeah. just never know. So, I mean, it's good having friends, family, lean on them. If anything's going to the point where you don't feel, you know, you have an option, you know, make sure you reach out to someone, you know. There's got to be someone to help you out. Harry's posted like the the line to call as far as, you know, suicide awareness. It's important. I mean, and, and on a less serious note, like skull Vikings. I heard. Let's, go go. <laughs> Let's hide is what you thought you heard. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, yeah. You know, He's going to have to debut that, that thing you're getting them for. Yes. Yes. No, absolutely. <laughs> no, 
like that. I really enjoy it. Like I said, I'm looking forward to the season. Looking forward to the star. Lining up my tattoo. We got this. <laughs> I'm going to add a, but I got to like center, like if they got a second star, I got to figure out the tattoo, the placement, because they're going to slide it. Okay. But let's not, <laughs> let's not worry about well, we're that. We're running right. it back this year. We know. Yeah, that's the thing is I got to slide the star. How do you do it when you got a tattoo? Shit. No regrets. <laughs> no regrets. No <laughs> I always wanted that tattoo. I got talked out of it. See, I thought about getting a tattoo because I've yet to have one. I'm Don't 50. think about it. Just do it. The problem is, is I know the second I get the SAFC one, the next day they're going to be up oh, or shutting down. Nah. So, no, we're not. It doesn't matter. I don't mess with it. Now. Welcome, Let's, get do it. <laughs> Let's do it. That's a bad attitude. Just do it. And then you got a story after that. Are you going to get the Russell Wilson one? <laughs> do it. Do it. Number three. <laughs> if you get that, I'll get Herschel Walker. How's that? <laughs> Herschel Walker trade. Same concept. Oh, that was horrible. Yeah, yeah, not as political stuff. We'll throw that as a... <laughs> Rafa, and Matt, Rafa and Matt were extremely happy with that, tra- that trade. But I think that was the last time they made the Super Bowl, right? Was nope. the Herschel Walker trade? Yeah. Nope. That was the beginning of the... That was the how they got, No, no, no. <laughs> right, but you guys haven't won one since the 90s, right? 96. Nope. It was because of us. Right, we, that's what we're saying. Yeah, Mike Lynn did that. I don't want to talk about that guy. <laughs> and then he left to be uh, the commissioner of NFL Europe, and look what happened. How many How many, How many? many rings <laughs> did the Vikings have? Uh, never mind. Uh, NFC Championship or... Oh, man. Onion Gary rings. Anderson, I'll say this. <laughs> uh, onion rings? What? <laughs> Rafa? Not okay. Final thoughts. Like I said, just want to wish everyone, you guys, happy, you know, happy, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, be safe. Uh, stay bundled up. It's going to be cold. <laughs> Hopefully yeah. the grids still work <laughs> on Friday, Thursday night, Saturday. Um, and like I said, um, you know, just watch, you know, take care of families and stuff, you know, just be there for them. And uh, just looking forward for 2023 to see what, you know, what what's going to come up, especially with, you know, high school, SAFC, the new shows. Those should be fun. Going to be some, some good laughs on those, especially with, those, with the 114 show. Um, and like I said, just re- ready ready to rock and roll. So, so look, look out for us. But sure, and also, Follow us on Instagram. We have a new Instagram page, so it's, we're starting to see new followers on there. So we'll be posting a lot of the. Now that I have a camera, we can take pictures and stuff of some of the games and and, and some. And then we'll hopefully we'll feature some of the events we go to, especially like the tailgates and all that. We'll take pictures of those, feature the fans and so forth. And then we did create a Discord channel uh, as well because Twitter may or may not be around or you may or may not want to be on there without getting into the, that heavy subject but uh through here um did you have anything else uh rafa um like i said i'm trying to think uh and like i said just like i said schools just re- oh i'm gonna be out on thursday i'll be on i think the 50 50 podcast so reach out to me there i am gonna build my rf uh, rfis or R- rpis the Rafa Power Rankings for the state level for boys and girls. Uh, the girls, the girls on the list was a tough one. Uh, so if I, if you're not on the list, sorry, I did have some honorable mentions. So don't get mad. And I know I know someone made a comment about rankings about oh it's for sheep and this and I know this one I had to research. 
did the research, did the background on the teams and so forth, and, you know, really put into it. I've seen some other ones that kind of like, eh, little, little too much favoritism, trying to get clicks and so forth. So this is a real one that we do the, like I said, do the research, do the background, what they did the past season, what they're doing this coming season. So it, it should be fun on, on Sunday. I mean, on Thursday with, with, with Coach Cano on 50-50 podcast. So, so tune in for that. It's not like Brazil being ranked number one. Yeah, it's not going to be like that. <laughs> after, they, like, like, after Argentina or, won the cup. <laughs> Italy's ranked in the top ten, I think, still. Yeah, number eight. Still number one, like, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> and Belgium was still in the top five or something like what? Well, heck, the U.S. is, what, 12th or 13th? 13th. <laughs> Mexico's right there. And, we're, uh, and I'm not saying neither one's bad, but. They're not 13th. We're all in it's like the bowl championship series when they had the bad. Like, how, how is this team with two losses in the, in the championship game? So my final thoughts, i got a couple of them here. One, congratulations to the UTSA fall athletes, the men's football team, the women's soccer team. Uh, they got to have the per, uh, river parade as well uh, for that here. Uh, congrats to UIW football as well, uh, making it to the semis and looking to – uh, one of the historical State. greats, uh, yeah. North, uh, North Dakota State, and, and in a game that they had every opportunity to win, they went toe to toe with them. So, uh, congrats to them. Uh, looking for, you know, unfortunately, basketball with UTSA is, is uh, well, well, we're just looking forward to baseball <laughs> <laughs> for that year. Um, want to thank everybody that tunes in. Um, you know, we hit um, since we moved over to Anchor. Uh, 5,100 plays all, all time. So, you know, that number keeps ticking up. We, you know, we have about 50, uh, 50 uh, plays per per episode. So thank you to everybody that listens. Uh, I know Max over in Germany and, and uh, you know, throughout the United States. So we have several uh, that, that listen. So thank you for everybody turning in. Um, as Roth and, and Robert mentioned, um, you know, make sure you love, you know, love your family, your friends, you know, you know, even people you don't know, just try to be nice. Um, as we saw with Grant Wall, uh, passed away doing what he loved, covering a game, and um, unfortunately, wasn't he's gone. And, and like I said, he, he was uh, one of the kings when it comes to covering the game, uh, whether you liked him or didn't like him. Um, you know, I think you, you know, as far as the platform that he used, he he did highlight you know social issues and, and promoted the game um, in, in in a great way. So uh, for that here. Final thought, uh, like I said here, is you know thank you to all of our families. Uh, Royce, you know he couldn't be here because uh, you know his child had a um, a school f- or a Christmas function. I don't know if it's school or church. Along those lines here, Rafa, your family, I know is very supportive. Uh, Robert, you know your family and kids. Matt, your family and kids, and obviously my wife and kids. Um, without them allowing us the time to do this, to be able to go to the games, to be able to support us, you know while we do this. Something that you can't you can't measure. So, um, you know, thankful to the families and, and like I said here, uh, just make sure you have a safe Christmas. Don't do anything stupid. Uh, get an Uber uh, or uh, what's the other one? Lyft. Lyft yeah. uh, Uber or Lyft if you're out uh, drinking a little bit with family and friends, because uh, you know the police uh, will be looking to crack down on that, uh, and, and they should. Uh, you know, for that. Year. But we're just under an hour. What was that? 
as he takes a drink. We're talking. <laughs> hey, Robert's not driving. I'm not driving. Um. <laughs> uh, but uh, hey, we're under our hour, which you know we'll make Royce happy. Royce, we miss you. Uh, we'll catch you at the beginning of the year here. Sorry you couldn't make it tonight, but family first, completely understand uh, with that here. And we will get uh, much better on consistent timeframes. Uh, it is going to be a New Year's resolution of mine for the show is uh, to be a lot more consistent uh, on our on our shows. We got a little bit lazy towards the end of the season here, but. Uh, Hope everyone has a great time. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy New Year's. If we don't hear from you uh, or if we don't uh, talk to you again, we're out. What's life without goals? <laughs>